Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com. Coming soon to iOS and Android. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Happy Friday, everybody. So in this very special episode of the Swirl Suite, me and Brie Books break down the My Taught You Retreat. Um, we go line by line from the itinerary and we talk about our experiences and how everything made us feel and how we're changed after this one weekend of luxury. Um, you may have seen Brie Books promoting this very same episode from her podcast. And this is for the Swirl Suite listeners in case you missed it on her end. Um, let me know your thoughts, questions, concerns. Don't forget to like, tweet, subscribe, and we love comments on iTunes. Okay, enjoy. Cheers. I thought it would be fun to record this episode since you and I were both at the My Taught You retreat this year in 2019. Um, and I love that it just felt very organic for me to even ask you because I was like, first off, accountability. (laughs) (laughs) And second off, like, who else was I experiencing some of the most, like, transformative moments with but Vine Me Up, but, like, you know, creator of Swirl Sweet Podcast. So (laughs) I'm happy we're able to do this together. Yes, and, you know, you really surprised me because I had no idea that you were going. I know we discussed the retreat in like conversation, but you never said, hey, I'm going to be there. Now, did you do that on purpose? I didn't do it on purpose. I just didn't not. I don't know. I have no excuse to read it. There's no excuse. Because I knew you were so interested in it. I'm like, okay, I wonder. I kept thinking. I'm like, I wonder. I mean, I hadn't been very active in the Facebook community beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um I probably, if I had, like, done some more digging, I would have noticed you were going to be there. But yeah. I remember from last year, you were so enthusiastic when we chatted about it. And I was hoping you would be there. And I'm happy that we were there together. Yeah, it was awesome. Yes. So I want you to introduce yourself again to um, the Brie Books audience. And I know that if I'm breathing and tweeting, it's most likely about Swirl Sweet. Um <laughs> But just remind us who you are and and what you do. Hi, everybody. My name is Sarita Chavis, and um, I am a wine writer, and I have a podcast called The Swirl Suite. Um, I'm one of the co-hosts, and I'm the producer. But um, on the show, we talk wine, we talk beer, we talk spirits, we talk life. And um, Brie has been on the show. She has blessed us with her presence several times. Um, She is a great friend to the podcast. And I am happy to be here to talk about my experience at My Taught You Retreat. Let's do it. So first question is, who is Miley Teal? And why why did we each choose to invest 
$5,000, give or take, of our own coin <laughs> to go on a really incredible kind of like luxe resort retreat experience. So before, to answer that, I was just going to pull up my league's bio. Okay. Let me open it up. Okay, so Mylik Teal is the founder and CEO of Curlbox which is the first monthly subscription service for naturally curly hair. And I like to say that my leaks PR receipts kind of print themselves mm-hmm. like on some like CVS status. <laughs> she is also the host of my leak Teal's podcast, which has been a must listen for me personally since 2012. So my leak is entrepreneur. She is a PR professional extraordinaire And she is so intensely devoted to black women um, kind of gathering our resources, kind of like um, pooling our resources and our talents and ambitions to provide something for each other that Malik wishes that she had growing up, wishes that she had when she started out in her career, which is a support network or at least a helping hand and a hand outstretched. So in that vein, um, having founded Curlbox, this incredible successful company, and creating the My League Teal podcast where she sounds off about her top encouragement advices, advice for business or the books that really pushed her to progress in her personal life. And since becoming a mother, she's been delving into what does it mean for her to set an example and a legacy for her community and also for her family. Uh, when my leak announced in 2017 that she would be doing this retreat, she, uh, there were so many applicants. And the first retreat class was a group of 100 women. This year, it was a group of 130 women. It was so beautiful and big and shiny and incredible. So that's just kind of a, a bit about my leak. Um, do you have anything you want to add, Sarita? I mean, I guess we can keep going. No, no, you keep going. I don't have anything to add right now. So I want to know from you, Sarita, um, how did you first encounter and learn about Malik Teal? Was it through Curlbox? Was it through the work that she does in the PR industry? Um, is it kind of through the podcast, word of mouth? What it was, was um, It was definitely through the podcast um, area. And I listened to her and I think she was on Side Hustle Pro. And mm-hmm. because I discovered uh, Side Hustle Pro during the beginning of his time, and I heard my leak, and I was like, oh, I don't know. I think I know who this is, but let me go remind myself. So, of course, I searched Instagram and found her right away. I was like, well, I'm a fan. Um, and I start following her from that point. Um, no, I've never subscribed to Curlbox. I didn't know much about it, but I thought it was genius. And um, just her words, it's like she was born before her time. I don't know how she has so much wisdom. 
at her age. We're the same age. And it's crazy. Well, we're one year apart, but we're the same age. And uh-huh. I'm just amazed at what she's accomplished and just her words of encouragement. And they're extremely firm and clear. There's no fluff. There's no, there's really no bullshit with her. And I, I love it. I love everything about her. Woot woot. And you hit on that, Sarita, that part of my leak's ethos is teaching us the things that um, she wishes that we'd known. So to do that, she assembles like this, like multi-hyphenate baddie brigade, mm-hmm. calls on her personal Avengers and host the Mylik Teal, the My Taught You Retreat, or the Retreat by Mylik. I'll figure out which one it is exactly. <laughs> and after you and I made the decisions to apply, we were accepted. We started, you know, saving our coins and, and you know, shifting around funds at the appointed time. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to Cancun, the Nizuk Resort and Spa, which is just 15 minutes away from Cancun International Airport. Sarita, can you set the scene for us? So we touched down, and what were we expecting? I, I can't, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was so excited. I mean, my heart was pounding. As yeah. soon as the flight landed, I was like, <laughs> Oh gosh, I'm here. And the thing I was is, in the airport, I was legit in the airport looking at all the other brown girls wanting yeah. to be like, "Are we yeah. all here? No, okay, yeah. no, we're not." Because right. I had a layover yeah. in Atlanta, and I did see brown girls, and they did look like they were in summer attire. But I was like, I don't want to be that girl. Um, so anyway, I waited. I talked to one because it was, I think it was five on my flight. So I talked to one. I was like, "Are you going to the retreat?" She was like, "Yeah, are you?" I was like, "Oh, thank God!" Ah, and she was just like, "Oh, the rest of the the rest of the girls are too." I was like, "Oh, yay!" So we all met um, at baggage claim, and um, we just gathered and and we saw the my you know the my taught you sign for our cars, and we went in two separate cars, and um, like I said, my how my my heart continued to pound like. Oh gosh, this is a short ride. I'm almost there. We're almost there. And mm-hmm. you know, I we touched down and I walked into that lobby and that scene from the lobby. You can check my Instagram. That's your scene, Instagram. Uh, <laughs> my Instagram is buy me up. And um that scene from the lobby where you can spot the water and I was just breathless. And I just stood there for a moment. I just took it all in like Wow, I don't know what I'm in for, but I feel like my life's about to change. Yeah, and change it did. So the very first night of the retreat, we all gathered for a really kind of fun, sexy cocktail party. And the only way I could describe it was kind of what I imagined, like my dream, like high school like club would be it was just this long beautiful table of all of these brown women chatting there were nurses there were people who were in career transitions there were people who were 60 years old I believe and you know some kids who had just graduated from college this past semester and it was such a easy and ease in the room yeah. you know it, it didn't feel like okay we have to divide ourselves by profession or by mm-hmm. age or by yeah. you know socioeconomic anything mm-hmm. um and I kept feeling like everyone 
was putting in the same energy. Like everyone wanted to be there. Yes, you know, people are tired, but everyone wanted to to listen and to talk. Yeah, that was such a great experience for the first night. And can I can I back up for a second? So yeah. I di- I didn't know who my roommate was. So my roommate she had touched down hours before I did. I got there very late because our and our flight was um, delayed a little bit. So I got I got in at the tail end of um, the like sunfall, and it was just in the nick of time to make the cocktails and make the dinner. So I I felt a little rushed. Because I didn't want to miss anything. So I knew I had to go like shower and change and put on a dress and at least put on a lip or something before I went downstairs. So I walk in my room and my roommate, she's sort of lounging in the room. She was like, you made it. Ah, you made it. And so no, no, we had never met at all. And she had sent, she had been sending me messages through the app, but when I'm when you're rushing from the airport trying to get to where you need to be, you I just didn't look at the app. I didn't pay attention to it. So anyway, I had no idea that she was looking for me. So I got to the room and we chatted a little bit and I felt myself like sort of like rushing. She was just like, Girl, don't. You don't need to do it. We'll get there. Nothing you're not gonna miss anything. So I was like, Huh. Yes. I'm okay. I am okay. So I got dressed. Um, we both got dressed, went downstairs and, you know, caught the cart to the cocktail hour. And when I turned that corner, first of all, the wall of personalized menus. Yes. The detail. The details. Oh my gosh. The detail. So Sarita, tell us about the personalized menus for the cocktail reception for the My Taught You retreat. So, um, in uh, preparing for the retreat, there are several things that um, the staff asked for, and one was a photo. So I sent the photo. So that photo was on one side of the menu, and it was almost hand-drawn, but probably through a computer or something, but it was a personalized photo of that picture, and on the other side was the menu for tonight's dinner. So that's what it was, and you, you know, you went to the wall, found your picture, and you took your menu and I thought it was the most adorable thing. And there are people walking around handing out margaritas, handing out appetizers. Um, there are black women twirling in their colorful dresses. I was like, is this heaven? I don't know what this is. This is great. So that's what I saw when I got to cocktail hour. It was heaven. We were actually in heaven. <laughs> yeah. So after the first evening of relaxing, getting situated and settled in, the beginning of Saturday began with a sunrise service. This is the part where words fail me, but Sarah Jakes, I believe that's her name, let me make sure. Sarah Jakes Roberts, I believe. Yes. Yeah. But Sarah Jakes Roberts, who is an author, um, I want to see if she's actually a pastor, if I can say that. Uh, Sarah Jakes Roberts, who is a ministry leader and best-selling author, she led a sunrise service where all of the attendees, everyone who wanted to take part and participate, we dressed in white, went to the edge of the ocean, and joined hands um, and had a very beautiful, spiritual, and grounding moment. Sarita, can you tell us kind of what you experienced? Oh, well, first of all, I was getting choked up walking with (gasps) all that white. 
So, yeah, so it's sunrise, 5 a.m. The sky is still that blue, beige, kind of pinky tone, and the sun hadn't come up yet. I think a lot of us were worried about rain. You know, you think early morning, Mm -hmm. Mexico, it might rain. Yeah. But slowly, not even over the course of a half hour, it went from blue to pink to bright, a bright, beautiful yellow and blue sky above us. Go ahead. Yeah. And, you know, they told us to take off our shoes and then they handed us the flower crowns. And I was like, oh, did you bring it home? Oh, I was like, well, tears are coming. That's that's it. That's going to be it. (laughs) So I was crying before we even got to the sand. And once she started talking and then we linked arms, everybody was in tears. It was just a moment. It was a moment like I've never experienced before. Yeah. I'm going to open up the itinerary just so I can speak to kind of... um... Sure. And it was on Saturday, we began with a Saturday sunrise service and a morning word by Sarah Jakes Roberts, who is a ministry leader and also best-selling author and that's what Sarita and I are discussing now. Saturday morning melds into a bright Saturday afternoon and we board a catamaran. Not just any catamaran, this is The Retreat. The name of the boat is The Retreat by My League. Over a hundred gorgeous melanated brown women on this boat, sailing, luxuriating, having tequila sunrises, fighting back the water sickness. Oh. <laughs> but but even, even so, I mean, even so, it was such, it was just joy and elation. Like, looking around, it just looked like there were just halos and bubbles around yes. all of us. We yes. were so happy. How did you enjoy the, the boat ride experience? I loved it. Person? The water was beautiful. It was like this... I don't know, that's like this turquoise green color. You could see to the bottom if we uh, got to certain spots. And I, I w- it was breathtaking. And I just had some really cool conversations with the people on my side of the boat. Um, and shout out to my stomach lining because I didn't get sick. It was, a li- it was rocky. It was extremely yeah, stomach- rocky. Yeah, you're the realist. You're so <laughs> the realist. Um, <laughs> but there was food. There were drinks on the boat. Um, we stopped for a little bit and we got to jump off the boat and swim. And, um, that was awesome. Just sort of, um, looking up at the sky, just sort of treading water. It was, it was amazing. It was great. It was great. Um, and after we set sail for the afternoon, we headed back to the Nizuk resort and spa and rested up for the rest of the evening. Sarita, you and I enjoyed I think it was on Saturday, a little poolside champagne with the one and only Julia Coney. Yes, that's what, that we did. We certainly did. Remember that time we drank champagne and watched the sunset over the Gulf of Mexico? I sure do, darling. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just to give the people or just to give listeners an idea of the breadth and the, the breadth of experiences present at this retreat, there's no one way to sum up everyone it's not like everyone had to have a side hustle or a Mm -hmm. business have something 
you know, going on. It was application based, which encourages people to stretch, you know, Mm -hmm. to kind of like to really stretch and kind of ask yourself, why do you want to participate? Kind of what it is that, that you are looking for. And from there, I feel that so much of the programming was directed toward filling the people, filling up the attendees. Yes. You know, it's about pouring in, pouring back into everyone who just indicated that they, that we were all seeking something. We were all pushing mm-hmm. and we were all kind of looking for just, just looking, you know, yeah. not sure what we were looking for, but we decided that we're looking and we're going to go find other people who are searching as well. Yeah. One of, one of my favorite moments, and this kept happening over and over during the Mind Taught You Retreat, was overhearing two people um, who didn't know each other before, mm-hmm. but something sparked and they realized that they work in the same sector or they have similar businesses or that they're, you know, they're able to collaborate and support one another and provide um, services to one another, like real, you know, actual goods and services and seeing those connections happen in real time and what my league um, called accelerated collisions, yeah. accelerating collisions. That's when you really saw the sparks. That's when you saw boom, this is lasting beyond these three days, four nights in paradise. Like these are connections and these are moments of clarity that will just keep reverberating. You know, nothing ends at the, my taught you retreat. That's where everything kind of takes off. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. And like the connections to me didn't happen. How can I say this? The connections I made with people weren't just about business. And like I met some people like we're going to we're going to stay in contact. We're going to keep in contact, not because we can even do anything for each other, just because we're vibing and it feels good. And I can't remember the last time I met a new girlfriend or, you know, you know, I don't know how often that happens to you in New York, but it doesn't happen very often for me here. So it doesn't happen very often. I yeah, think. yeah. So I, you know, I exchange phone numbers with people. Like, who does that? I don't do that, but I did it, <laughs> and it felt good. And I, you know, it felt so nice to connect souls with people. That's what it felt like. After a great Friday of relaxation and acclimation. Saturday, we had some fun boat adventures. Sunday was time for the master class. This is when sit your butt in the seat, pick up these gems that are literally being tossed in the air like this is Salt Bay. Mm-hmm. So to kick off the master class series, my league invited at least a half dozen, if not more, of some of the most interesting and um, multifaceted, literally, women and people in the in just across industries uh the first person to share with the master class was debbie brown and her discussion was about a business with purpose she is the founder of karma bliss which is a kind of lifestyle and wellness company that focuses on educating people about crystal healing and a bit of alternative um, wellness debbie just is was such um such like so effervescent but also very kind of stabilizing if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so during her panel discussion she gifted no i don't want to mention that because it's not really important that she gifted us all those crystals but (laughs) um 
I think the take one of the takeaways was her discussion on purpose. And Debbie said, quote, purpose is using your unique gifts, your unique abilities to be of service to others, end quote. Um, Sarita, kind of what did you take away from the first masterclass with Debbie Brown? Well, first of all, um, she said one thing when she got on the stage and she was like, the energy is so powerful here that I feel like I'm always on the verge of tears. And I definitely felt that. And just the meditation part of her presentation. So guys, we did this meditation exercise where she- yes, lead us through the lead us through the guided meditation <laughs> that Debbie took us on. Please yeah. <laughs> break us down and build us up. Please. So she kept saying, she kept repeating. We had to close our eyes and we were not to respond out loud, just this to ourselves. She kept saying, Who are you? You know, who are you? Not, you know, not mom, not wife. That's what you are to other people. Who are you outside of your professional career, outside the titles? Like, who are you? And I don't know if I've ever thought about that. So that put me in deep thought for a long time. And I'm still thinking about it. But that's something I need to figure out. Like, what purpose do I have? Like, who am I without being all these things to all these other people? I love that. And I I think that, yeah, yeah, that, that who are you? Yeah. What did you see kind of when you closed your eyes and thought about it? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I just took so much time just trying to peel back who I thought I was. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes, it, it does. Yeah. It does. Because what kept happening for me is I would peel something off. I would say, okay, I am a, um, I am an only child, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, which right. is an interesting thing. But when you peel that off and you peel away kind of all the associations you have with that and kind of these different centers of gravity right. in your definition of self and Debbie Brown's meditation kind of helped me. And I think helped a lot of us kind of shift where those centers of gravity were for our definitions of ourselves. Yeah. So instead, you know, spinning around, I'm, I am this, I am this, I am this, right. I am this, I am this. And then mm-hmm. if that's taken away, you don't immediately go try to spin around something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. And she called that the gap, I believe. And she, one quote of hers was, we are only us to ourselves. Yeah. Like, like sit on that. That's heavy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. C- casual, just dropping gems. She's like, oh, look, fluorite. Oh, look, pirate. Pick them up. Pick them up. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, Jane, get it. Um, literally. Um, and from there, the next masterclass was led by Morgan Debon. Morgan is the founder and CEO of Blavity which is the premier number one site for black millennials on all things news, politics, culture, lifestyle, travel, and a ton more. I really enjoyed um, Morgan's conversation about working smart. And she had us do a similar exercise where we think about the revenue we want to generate from salary or from another stream of income this year, taking that number adding 50% to it 
and then building on it for next year. And for some reason, writing down this number, say it was like a quarter million dollars, writing down a big number, a six-figure number, Mm -hmm. looking at it, and then it was kind of freeing and it lets you think, okay, how do I work backwards? How do I reverse engineer it? So that at every phase, you're already moving towards that goal. Since that's where you start from, mm-hmm. you start planning from. It sounds simple. It sounds like, duh. But I think when it comes to goal settings, whether it's personal goals, professional goals, any sort of goal, it's really kind of freeing to look at the target before you start trying to hit the target. And her exercise kind of was like, look at the target. Yeah. Choose what's the goal. And I have to say, I enjoyed Morgan because she took the emotion out of setting your goals. And the the other exercise she had us do was um, the CEO test versus the operating task. And she had us list all of the tasks that we perform for whatever it is that I guess we want to profit from. So like for me, it would be my podcast. So I listed all of my weekly, like the weekly tasks that I do for the podcast. And then she had us separate the CEO task from the operating task. What do you need to do as a CEO that only you can do versus what you can hire somebody to do or what you can delegate someone to do? That hit home for me. Definitely. Yeah. That was real. Yeah. And, you know, she just pretty much said, train people to and develop a system that works. You have to, like like you said, Brie, work, you know, be smart about it. Work smart, not harder. Mm-hmm. And from there, my leak led a hashtag, my taught you Q&A. And the questions were coming fast and furious. My leak even brought up some reinforcements, including uh, Lovey Ajayi, best-selling author, and owner of Awesomely Lovey, in addition to Kalana Barfield, who is a style expert um, and kind of e-commerce like fashion maven. I, I think that the Q and A was really personal, and and um, it reminded me that it's not always easy to ask a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, even though I didn't personally ask any questions, it's it's not always easy to put yourself out there, but for everyone who asked a question, I know for a fact that right afterwards, at least one person in that room came up to them and said, Oh, I connect with you on X, Y, Z. And in that way, you know, the, the purpose of the question really does live on. There's one person we haven't mentioned and I cannot believe we haven't, uh, the casual Yvonne orgy. Listen, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I was, first of all, I was not ready. I didn't expect her to drop gems like she did. I didn't. Um, she was so inspirational telling her story. It was so personal. Um, and, and I have so many quotes from her. Um, and she pretty much, guys, I, I, <clears throat> it's very hard for me to tell this, tell this story because there was so much that she was throwing out there. But she was pretty much telling her story of success, how she got there, what she'd been through um, just to get there. And the one thing that resonated with me was she said that she auditioned for Insecure five times. And she auditioned five times because, you know, there was one person that she was competing with that was great. And they started out great, but 
they plateaued in that one audition. But as she, as Yvonne kept coming back, she was taking notes and she was getting better and better each time she auditioned. And so they said, if she's getting better just with the notes, imagine how great she's going to be on the show with producers and directors, you know, and all of that. And that that's powerful. That's extremely powerful. It is. It is. And uh, yeah, that was really powerful. Um, one of Yvonne's takeaways that I am strongly considering getting kind of tattooed somewhere on <laughs> my body is um, <clears throat> uh, quote, I hate regret more than I hate fear. Yeah. End quote. And in that moment, Yvonne was discussing the decision that she made to, as you said, pursue her acting career. She um, has a master's degree in public health. So she said she she would be someone's very miserable OBGYN right now <laughs> <laughs> if she weren't doing what this is that she loves, which has always been put on her heart to do. And for some reason, just I quote, I hate regret more than I hate fear. Yeah. Oh gosh, my goodness! Yeah. Oh, I, I was like, "Well, this good night, mm-hmm. great, lovely seeing you all." I, I'm gonna just go and marinate and chew on this mm-hmm. for the rest of my actual existence. Um, I love that my leak's emphasis during her um, Q and A was having a that we all have a destination that only we can reach. Mm-hmm. She said, "Quote: You have a destination that only you can reach. My life, my race." And thinking of it that way is another really kind of freeing concept of thinking. We're all running in track. Everyone has their own lane. Yeah. Like no one's going to cut across five lanes to try to, you know, cut the ribbon on the right-hand side. Mm-hmm. Your life, your race. You fall in your lane, you pick up in your lane, and you keep moving in your lane. Yeah. Every single day. Um, and I, I really did love that she brought that point to life. It really... Um, solidified it yeah and there is one thing that um is sort of ringing in my mind because I felt like she was talking directly to me when my leak was like you know we go to all these conferences and all of these empowerment events and we fool ourselves into thinking that we're actually doing something come on church what are you kidding Uh, me do you know how uh, many empowerment events I've been to in this city and left drained and left, I, I didn't feel any different from which I came. No different, you know. And you can feel like someone judging your shoes when you walk through the door. Come on, son. That's not empowering shit. Mm-hmm. But I fe- well, why did I feel like I needed to be there? Why? But I, that's what I felt like. I had, oh, I, I need to go and I need to. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Paying $100, come on. For warm, mm-hmm. warm wine. I'm not even going to put nobody out there. But Don't do it. I'm not, not warm wine. Girl. Not the wine. It wasn't mold, Sarita. No, was it wasn't mold. But it was it's it was dead of the wine. summer. And the, the, the wine wasn't on ice. Oh, That's you're gross. dead wrong for that. We, we paid $100 a ticket in here, girl. Anyway. Um, but that resonated with me. And that really snapped me out of some things that I feel like. I, I don't know. I just, I guess this city is, it's like this like fake networking city where you feel like, oh, I need to be amongst this person or that person. Girl, please, please. 
-hmm. What you need to do is grow your business. And a lot of times that ain't got nothing to do with nobody else but you. This is true. To take it back to to Morgan's discussion about, um, I wish I had the direct quote in front of me, but you are the single, like, biggest independent variable when it comes to your income, Mm -hmm. when it comes to everything about you. Like, you are the biggest variable. Everything else is a dependent variable. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, ah, ah, just reliving it. I'm I'm just seeing the flowers in the conference room. And and I'm seeing this incredible um, attention to detail at every single level. I mean, it seemed like every four hours there was an amazing team member from Nizuk Resort and Spa leaving some treat on the bed mm-hmm. or, you know, some sweet little welcome note or goodbye macarons. It was such a great just overall. Every single one of our five senses left that place buzzing and tingling and, and so ready for what's to come and grateful for what already has been from there. Let's see. And then we had the My Lakes Farewell 40th birthday bash. Yes. Um, all of the dancing. DJ Olivia Dope, author and DJ Olivia Dope, um, held it down for the 99s and the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> she certainly did. She certainly did. Awesome. Yeah. And another thing I, I have to say um, that I loved about the My Child You Retreat was it reminded me, like, no one hypes black women like black women. Oh, yeah. Like the the fun, the smiles, the dancing, the the coming out of our shells, the helping one another be comfortable in front of the camera if they if they're too shy to take photos because yeah. asking themselves why am I even here? Like I don't deserve to mm-hmm. be here. Yeah. Um yeah, and just on the dance floor just saying, Yes, get it <laughs> to complete stranger. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It felt so good. Like everything about it, it was like sensory overload. It was such um, a joy. And I think it's one of those experiences that will be paying dividends for us for years. I mean, yeah. Let's see. Was there, I'm trying to look at the sheet I sent you. Um, Yeah. So, oh, so the last thing before we do like shout outs to the My League Teal team and the people we, um, encountered during the retreat what is on your post my taught you retreat action plan so of course you and i being who we are we probably left every interaction in every room thinking about what's next what's the item um in addition to learning to live in the moment but also being reflective what is kind of one small thing or a big thing that you've implemented for yourself post my taught you retreat or that you're focusing on implementing soon well i'm definitely um morgan she mentioned some homework that we needed to do and we needed to outline our calendar by block by week and Mm -hmm. just put your tasks in there and identify at least identify what your ceo tasks are and what your what you can delegate out to someone. So what I did was I did create my weekly tasks and I had the blocks color coded right now. I, I'm not in the place to delegate or hire anybody right now, but at least when I'm ready, I'll know exactly what I need them for. And I'm going to develop, I guess, sort of like um, standard operating procedures or 
if somebody had to take over for a day, they could do that. If somebody oh, had, if, if somebody could be me for a day so I could go off and do something else, it could be done. So those are my two things. That is so cool. That's so great, Sarita. I love that concept. And, and that probably does make it feel a little bit less daunting than, you know, write down all of the objectives and qualities I would need in an assistant. It's like, what is it that you do? Right. And then working from there. Look at you work smart. Hey, I'm trying. We see you. <laughs> little blavity tip. Come on now. Trying. I'm trying. <laughs> um, so one of the, one of my takeaways or something I'm really implementing right about now in my life and post retreat is a part of what um, Yvonne Orji discussed during her faith it till you make it kind of conversation with my leak. It was kind of a cocktails and convos and cocktails situation. And wait, let me go grab my notebook. I want to quote correct. Okay. It's right here. I bullet journal, but for someone who bullet journals, I never look at my index. I just start flipping through the pages. And I'm like, you have a fucking table of contents for your journal. Use it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to tell you this. So, because, like, being Brianna, I made um, a journal for me my, and my partner for, like, our first year together. Okay. You know, and in the journal it has, oh, you know, these were our favorite restaurants when we lived at this place or when I lived at this apartment and here are our new favorite restaurants. And he was like, you put an index in there. <laughs> Duh. How are people going to find out what we loved in 2018? You have to tell. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Just, just, it's authentic. It's too real. Um, <laughs> anyway. So one of the things that was, um, a big part of what was discussed during the cocktails and conversations with my league at Yvonne, she says that not today, like no today doesn't mean no tomorrow. Mm. And I think that for me, I'm taking that away as someone who was in a phase of life where I'm kind of pulling on the skills I already have and putting them out there to do like consulting and to do project-based work. It's so interesting looking through all of my experiences and realizing that things that looked like no's two years ago, three years ago, aren't necessarily no's today. Mm -hmm. So, you know, connections I made years ago, work I did years ago, um, and not just like, you no know, physical like work and projects, but these experiences that I've kind of 
discounted thinking that they wouldn't get me anywhere. Just because they didn't get me anywhere in the moment Mm. doesn't mean that they won't quote unquote get me somewhere now. So I really love that point. Uh, And the main takeaway I love from Yvonne's conversation was, quote, be nice, Mm. be a good human, Mm -hmm. end quote. Yeah. Being a good human, it's very easy not to be a good human. Life gives us opportunities every single minute to be a bad human. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. (laughs) And and, um, I just, I really liked being reminded that courtesy is a skill, being considerate, being compassionate, being a good human. Um, thinking before you speak, not speaking and acting out of anger or frustration and not, you know, doing small things like that, yeah. that leads to anxiety. I love when Yvonne said, just be a good human, be nice, yeah. not be a doormat, not be weak. Like Beyonce says, she's like, it's like being fair, like be fair to yourself. You can be fair and also be nice. Yeah. They don't have to not go together. Um, and the second and last takeaway that totally like hit me right in the feels was Debbie Brown, who is the author of Crystal Bliss and also the owner of Karma Bliss said, quote, the lesson repeats as needed, end mm. quote. Yes, ma'am. Yes. I was so, so, so my whole, like this, this whole thing, it's just, oh, wow, wow as needed like it's like a recipe Mm -hmm. you know like like flavor as needed like it'll keep going until you get it that one took me all the way out and uh took me right down to my fundamental (laughs) (laughs) i was like we're going back to childhood debbie i wasn't ready i didn't bring my bag Mm -hmm. yep (laughs) yes so i i loved um those two points and also, my league had great conversations with Lovie Ajayi, Kalana Barfield, Brown, um, Nicole Kane, and Carlene Roy. There were so many wonderful entrepreneurs who were present and willing to share their advice and share their insights um, so that we don't have to go through it all the hard way, mm-hmm. uh, which was the goal of the whole retreat. So, you know, part of my league's teaching and ethos is that she wants to empower others with information that she wishes that she'd known and the lessons she learned the hard way. Mm -hmm. Now, no one can take the hard out of life, but there's something kind of transformative about knowing that someone else has conquered and seen the quote unquote hard and that they're committed to helping you conquer and see the hard as well. And that's kind of where my leak enters and that's where the My Taught You retreat um, really blossomed. I, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. It was great. There was one more quote that I took down from Debbie Brown and she took it down from Debbie. (laughs) And she said, all lessons don't have to come through pain and suffering. God does that. When you don't listen, stay open. Stay open. It's like, yes, stay open. Oh, <laughs> and you know, it's natural to want to close up. I mean, if you want to get metaphysical and weird about it, think about flowers at night. Like the temperature drops, they close mm-hmm. up because it's uncomfortable. Like there's nothing unusual about discomfort. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah. Debbie was really big on that. And yeah. Yep. It's just about like, like just, just staying open because you know that 
on the other side of this discomfort, you will still be there and you'll be there having gone through that discomfort. So if something similar comes again, you might not feel like it's the end of the world. Yeah. You might, you know, there's a chance you will, but you've at least seen this before. So mm-hmm. you have that knowledge to go off of. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I think that's all I had. Oh, really quick. I thought it would be fun for us to give a quick. I have to give a shout out to Miss Diana, who is a member of the Crowbox team and was my own personal boat mom. Oh, yes. Uh, I was on the boat and having a bit of tummy trouble. Miss Diana, I was, and I was like, no, go party without me. Go on. Be happy. <laughs> and she was like, girl. And she would not leave y'all's side. She yeah. wouldn't. It was so just, I don't know, just, again, the, the detail and the consideration. Um, and Nizuk Resort and Spa, um, you were a happy guest to the spa. I certainly was, yes. Um, I had an amazing massage. Um, I didn't get the regular, the typical massage. I got an oriental Thai massage i think that's what it's called but it's more about stretching and pressure points um that was my first time ever with that that style of massage and i thought it was outstanding um and then i went through the um the hydration ring almost so it's a selection of events you can do for hydration there's a shower there's a sauna steam rooms all these things so i went through that after my massage I was probably in there for like two and a half hours. I felt fantastic. (laughs) After I ate and had lunch with some ladies I didn't know after that, and they said I was glowing, I felt the glow. It was awesome. Yes. You mentioned how you ate lunch. So Nizuk Resort and Spa, which is in Punta Nizuk um, in Cancun, Mexico, there were six restaurants on the property and I made a point to try all six. I know that you love octopus, right? Yes. Yes, I do. The the octopus ceviche, Serena? Mm, mm-hmm. It was so yummy. The pasta that we had at the um, Terra Nostra restaurant was delicious. It was great. It was great. Every, yeah, it was great. And even that was fun. We met we met like two um, other women, yep. and we all kind of shared a reservation. Mm-hmm. Ended up kiki and having a good night. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and then you and I shared a uh, shared a moment, and we had a cigar. <gasps> oh my god! We had gosh. red wine. I mean, gosh. Listen. Take me listen. back. Take me back listen. to that place. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sharing cigars and red wine. Like, as the sun sets, before we go, like, dance our faces off with Malik Teal and Yvonne Orji, who is the queen of the dance floor. Yvonne and Lovey are the undisputed dance floor, like, like Duke and Duchess. They I don't are know. the ultimate like, party starters. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. What a joy. That was such a great experience. So, I think it suffices to say that the Malik Teal... My Taught You Retreat 2019, in my opinion, it was worth the investment. It was worth um, every single moment leading up to it. And I'm excited to kind of keep reaping the benefits and also keep kind of like sowing the seeds from that retreat for my second year in a row going forward. 
Were you were you a happy camper um, as a first year attendee? Absolutely. Yeah, it exceeded my expectations. And I don't know what I needed when I got there, but I certainly received it when I left. Oh my god. That's it. <laughs> oh girl. Oh girl. <laughs> Speaking of like being on the edge of tears the whole retreat. At one point I was like I was like, Am I the only one who like wants to cry? No. <laughs> Yeah, that's so great. Mm-hmm. So Lux, so Lux. There was a young woman there named President Kennedy, a, a incredible person. Um, and she mentioned that, you know, she'd never seen this number of black women in such undisputed luxury mm. of a diamond star rated resort and spa. Um, this incredible space with such hospitable team members. Um, and they just kind of created an unparalleled weekend for all of us. I was, I got home and I was like, where's my bathrobe? Why do I not have 10 towels? (laughs) I brought the house shoes though. No shame, no shame. On my feet right now, like in this moment, Serena, this is too real. My leak messed up. I'm like, oh no, you can't take me nowhere. I don't think you guys understand. No chill. So, thank you for being here on this episode um, of Rebooks. And again, if you want to do for um, for Swirl Suite, just let me know, and I can like record some drops or some intros or something okay. for you. Yeah, this was awesome. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for thinking of me. I really appreciate it. I cannot believe that we met for the first time only a week ago. How wild! That's was insane. That? And I felt like I feel like I've known you for years. You're stuck with me. I, I don't know if you understand. I have your that. phone number. You're one of those. <laughs> hey, I booked I you over. I booked you over the weekend. You're not going anywhere. <gasps> ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> and with that, honey, <laughs> let me try to get a ship onto the Swirl Sweet Empire. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Sarita. Um, the Swirl Sweet Podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And Sarita's personal page is Vine Me Up. V-I-N-E-M-E-U-P. Um, I highly recommend everyone check out the Swell Sweet podcast if you're not already listening. It's a fun conversations about wine, life, culture. Um, nothing is off limits and everything is on tap. Um, <laughs> I am so happy that we were able to participate in the My League Teal retreat. A humongous thank you to My League Teal and the team at Vanity Group, Carlene Roy, um, for executing this vision that was just dropping jaws left and right. Um, it was it was it was something else. It was something to behold. Um, and I will talk to you soon, Sarita. And I need to know before before I, I go. I have to tell you what my free book is. It is a book from Sarita. Sarita, can you tell them the book you gifted me with? Yes, I gifted you a book called Lost in the City, and it's a book of short stories um, about DC. It's, I yeah, I can't wait for you to finish it so we can talk about it. It's yes, such a cool we, book. We I read I read the first short story and it gave me chills and I was like, okay, I'm gonna want to read this for like a year. Yeah. I need to do one month. Yeah. 
Well, that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining this Royal Suite. I hope you enjoy me and Bree's recap of the My Taught You Retreat. We're so thankful that we were able to be a part of it. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. And we love comments. Please leave a comment on iTunes. Please leave a comment on SoundCloud. We love to hear your feedback. And also, we are counting down. We're almost 30 days away from Essence Festival. And we're going to be recording two live shows with the Hughes Society with the Black Wine Experience in New Orleans. Follow, check us out, get tickets. Let us know if you have any questions. Cheers.